Hey folks, Drew Zagorski here, and welcome to Venture Boldly, the podcast of the Discover Kalispell Chamber, your go-to source for all you need to know about what's happening in the business and local communities right here in Kalispell and the Flathead Valley. We recently had the opportunity to talk with Mike Kelly at Kalispell Public Schools about the great work that the district's been implementing with their work-based learning programs. Today, we continue our back-to-school and workforce focus with a dive into higher education and programs offered through Flathead Valley Community College that are aimed at meeting the workforce needs right here in Kalispell. My guest today is Lisa Blank, the Executive Director of Workforce Development at Flathead Valley Community College. She provides leadership and oversight of the comprehensive workforce development services for FVCC in alignment with local, state, and national strategies. Prior to moving to Kalispell, Lisa served as the Dean of Career and Technical Education and Adult Education at Coconino Community College and as a liaison with employers throughout Coconino County. She also served as Executive Director of the Oregon Coast STEM Hub, located at the Oregon State University Hatfield Marine Science Center, supporting a multidisciplinary leadership council, backbone staff, and engaged with diverse stakeholders to achieve regional and statewide STEM and CTE outcomes for Oregon coastal communities. Earlier in her career, Lisa was a tenured science education professor at the University of Montana, an assistant STEM education professor at SUNY Cortland, a secondary science teacher and environmental scientist. Fostering thriving and connected communities has always been a central foundation to Lisa's approach to her work. So sit back for a minute while we hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with my conversation of Lisa Blank, Executive Director of Workforce Development at Flathead Valley Community College. If you want connection with other businesses, to be at the heart of the Kalispell and Flathead business community, to support action for creating a vibrant, thriving, growing climate, not just for your business, but for our entire business community, you want to be part of the Kalispell Chamber. As a catalyst for business growth, a convener of business leaders and influencers, and a champion for Kalispell and the entire Flathead community, becoming part of the Kalispell Chamber is an investment in the future of your business and our community. To learn more about becoming a partner of the Chamber, call 406-758-5054. Again, the number is 406-758-5054 or go to kalispellchamber.com. Have you checked out WorkforceFlathead.com? Workforce Flathead is a collaboration between local education, business, and government partners to connect students, businesses, and employers with each other. WorkforceFlathead.com is a custom-built online home for all things workforce in the Flathead Valley. You'll find business and education resources, jobs and job fair information, links to apprenticeships, and a whole lot more. There's even a library of locally produced career videos, perfect for students and job seekers, to introduce them to career paths in northwest Montana. To learn more, visit WorkforceFlathead.com today. Okay, Lisa Blank, thank you for joining me today to talk about more of our workforce and education focus. I want to start with you and your role as Executive Director of Workforce Development at the Flathead Valley Community College, which is a newer role from what I understand. What exactly are you responsible for, Lisa? Yeah, thank you, Drew, for having me on the podcast and for the question. So the job was created by the college in response to community 
constant community requests for workforce development and a recognition that while the college was doing a lot in that area, if they had one person to bring it all together, it would better meet the needs of, of the community. So that's that was the thinking behind the position. In terms of what I what I have been tasked to do, it's really three things that I think about. One is to take a look at what's going on on the Flathead Valley Community College. We have a lot of great opportunities happening perhaps not as synergistically positioned as they could be. So my first task is to bring us all together, figure out what it is we're doing, where are we duplicating, where are we missing, where could we actually optimize the work that we're doing. Then go to the community, which is what I have been doing the past year and really understanding and listening to what are the needs of the, the workforce um, business and industries in the, in our region, in our state. And then from there, mapping those needs on to what the resources are at the college, creating a workforce development strategic plan that looks both at what are the programs we should be doing right now that we can immediately get off the ground? What are, what should our long-term plans be that make the most sense of where this region is going? So you get a lot of time on your hands. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 As a way to queue up the rest of the conversation, really, though, I want to talk a bit about what FVCC offers in the way of degrees and credentialing. A lot of people think about college and they think about that as a two or four year degree, but there's all different kinds of pathways aside from that, including certifications, micro-credentials, those kinds of things. Talk, talk to me about the differences between these types of certificates and degrees, how they work and can they be done concurrently and how FVCC approaches these? So what we have are a number of paths so that there are multiple entrances for folks to engage in the college. So one might be that I come in the traditional path for a two-year degree and that I am going with that two-year degree, such as maybe I want to get into jewelry making. So we have a, a degree program in jewelry making that um, then could be transferred into other programs or in healthcare, I might want to start in a shorter term. So, at, so for example, a certificate, so a certified nursing program where I would get a certificate or a CNA. Then from there, I can go right into the workforce in long-term care facilities, for example. But let's say I get there and I realize, oh, I really enjoy this work. I want to move on. Then I can go back to the college for, for the LPN, which is a year uh, program, or I could go on to the the full two-year program, which then sets me up for a bachelor's of nursing. We have a several affiliated programs with, um, for example, MSU Northern. So I could do that. And then we have just recently started what we're referring to as short-term career credentials, which are uh, could be a combination of credit and non-credit. And then the thinking is that these are very focused on industry recognized credentials that can move me quickly in a year or less to be workplace ready into various careers in the community. So kind of like the path of apprentice journeyman that you could step into after these exactly. classes. Exactly. And so much like what Mike Kelly talked about with transformational learning in the Kalispell School District, we're also looking at in terms of prior learning assessment so that we can be flexible about recognizing what do you bring to the program? Where does that fit into the Flathead Valley Community College degree pathway? There are lots of them there. And when we look at what your competencies are, what, what outcomes are left to develop, we'll do that and help you do a very targeted pathway for that. So you don't have to repeat a class necessarily if you can show that you are proficient in those areas. So in terms of workforce development specifically, community colleges really kind of helped meet that need, right? With community members, individuals, and businesses. How has FECC responded to the workforce needs in the Valley? 
What I would say is partnerships. We are pri- we prioritize partnerships, and I, I'll keep, I can give you some examples of that. Sure. So, for example, in the past year, we've heard a lot. We're uh, fastest growing micropolitan in the United States. With that becomes comes a lot of great things, and also some needs in ho- both residential and commercial housing. And one of the things that we all want is a safe and comfortable uh, climate in our in our uh, businesses and homes, which means we need an HVAC professional. And the problem is we don't have enough of those. So what we have done, we secured funding from the Montana Future at Work grant program, which will then allow us to do three things. One, we created a high school program that we're launching this fall, where students while still in high school can take two classes concurrently at the at Flathead Valley Community College with a, a, a pre-apprenticeship in the summer. And they're ready to go to be a, an HVAC helper is what we're, in other words, to, to assist with the with an HVAC technician. And then that's mm-hmm. stackable. So then what will happen is they then just need one more class, which is an um, in, uh, sheet metal installation class, because what I'm set up with those two classes, which would be HVAC essentials and electrical, is I'm ready to go in on new installations and help out. I'm not ready to troubleshoot and diagnose issues because I would need a sheet metal. So then I can do that. And let's say I really want to hang my own shingle and have my own business. Then I can come back. We can work on our certificate of applied science, which is a full year, possibly two, depending on how far you want to go. I might add some entrepreneurial business classes in there. And now I'm I'm on my own and, and creating my pathway in various ways, depending on what's needed in, in and around my community and my family. Okay. So that's one example of how yeah. we've partnered. What are what are some of the others that you want to share yeah. with us? So, for example, Tim McIntyre from the Montana Logging Association approached us and said, you know, we really need some more help with specific career credentials in the logging industry. So he helped us um, reach out to think about what would we need for training in that specific area. We identified a, a logging simulator that would really help. One, it helps because we don't have to have all the consumables at the same time. We can do more students at once and we can do it in a, a much more uh, shortened time frame. So he's helped us out. Green Diamond Resources donated 50000 We were able to find a, a grant with U.S. Forest Service. So we're now able to purchase this simulator, which means we're going to be able to really start offering some um, credentials in the area of logging. Uh, another example that I can share with you, we've had uh, certain businesses come up and say, we really want stainless steel welding. So we're, now we're retooling our, in fact, just yesterday, we had Department of Labor in to say, what what do we need in our, our welding facilities to meet the requirements to offer a stainless steel welding experience? And so we're working through that and we're hoping to get that up and running by spring of 2024. So that in addition to our welding right. offerings, you can now come in and, and learn how to, t- to weld stainless steel. Okay. Now, because we're doing this remotely, something that wouldn't be possible to do this without wireless technology. What about wireless harnessing assembly? Yeah. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up as well. We do have, we've been working with a couple of businesses who said, you know, if you had a wire harness assembly with career credential, we would really help us out. So we now have identified a faculty member who is willing to go um, into that area and become specifically trained in that. We will be sending that individual out this year and starting in the spring, we hope. And it looks like it's going to be, depending on, uh, it'll be a face-to-face experience for four weeks. And then depending on how specific that individual wants to get, we'll be able to add on experiences. But that one is an example of very similar to commercial driver's license, where it's four weeks or less. Now, you, you talked about people reaching out and saying there's a need. How how can industries or business groups reach out to you or FECC and say, hey, Lisa, you know what? 
this industry really has a hole we need to fill. How can we work together to make something happen? Yeah, we now have a new landing page for all our workforce development. If you go to the main website for FBCC, which is www.fbcc.edu, and you'll see a start menu here. And if you select business and industry, that's where you'll see our retrain, upskill, reskill website. And in there, we'll have the various options. If you want a career credential, if you want short-term career, short-term certificates and degrees, if you want an apprenticeship, perhaps you want a contract training, we can do that. Uh, We also have an adult education program. We're working really hard to get up and running. For example, right now we're in conversation up in Libby as you know, Applied and Nomad are, are looking to move some of their production work up to Libby. And we're realizing that if we could get some of that into the early ages at the high school level, as well as that the community, so we're meeting in August to look at what what if we use the, the facilities of the high school in the evenings and you know, offered that training right. to both high school and adults. So yeah, we're really excited about some of those right. opportunities. Right. And as, as the population in the area grows, you know, part of a key workforce element is, is childcare. What about early childhood education? So we do have an early childhood program and we have some excellent partnerships across the state for for, uh, on-site training. And we are also looking to reopen our early childhood center, which, you know, had not been open because of COVID. So we're really excited about those opportunities and partnering with different businesses in terms of who we can have on campus to provide those. So that's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going on and, you know, it requires a lot of professionals and educators to make that happen. Administrators, what kinds of support would help FVCC advance all of these efforts? Well, there are some things that would help us very specifically in some career pathways and some that are more general or broad. So one of the first things I would say is if someone is interested, we would love to have some endowed positions for faculty and instructors, because we know the market salaries that, uh, for example, a surveyor can can earn are, and also the flexibility of that job to be outside. It's, it's not the same as the teaching position. So we need to be able to match those salaries and that can be a challenge. But if we had an endowed chair or position, that would really help us there. Two, we are really interested in getting a dental hygiene program together. What's holding us back is we need a dedicated clinic clinical ses- setting. Mm-hmm. And so if there were other folks interested in working with us on that, that would be amazing. Same thing, we've been approached for ultrasound, so we're working with the hospital on that, but that would really help in terms of an endowed faculty instructor for that. And lastly, I, I would say we the airport, as you know, is growing, and we've their aircraft maintenance issues and, cons- and needs are pretty high, and we would love to have some sort of bay area or infrastructure to, to do some of that training. Keeping planes in the air is an important thing. It's important, I think. yes. I agree. Especially when I'm on one. Um, (laughs) Now, along these same lines, you know, we recently talked with Mike Kelly of the Kalispell uh, Public Schools about work-based learning and the concept of a career discovery center, which I know is still in exploratory stages as far as FECC goes. But what can you tell us about this and what it's going to provide for today and into the future for Mm -hmm. employers and employees? So we're looking at, we have a lot of 
great things happening in our high schools, but there are only so many resources. So what the thinking behind a career discovery center from the perspective of Flathead Valley Community College is what if we could bring everyone together and then we could optimize our resources, have everyone come to one place. That way we could bring in things that they wouldn't necessarily be able, such as dental hygiene. A high school student could be able to engage in that career pathway and then graduate from high school with a clear um, opportunity as as well as um, completing the high school requirements. And so that's really where we're thinking about is to bring all of the area high schools together, Big Fork, Columbia Falls, Whitefish, Kalispell, and really look at what are our needs? Is it diesel mechanics? Okay, we can't have every high school with diesel mechanics, but we could do one space. Then each high school um, could share that with their students Mm -hmm. and families, see who would like to participate that, and then they would come here. At that center, we're thinking of it why at the Flathead Valley Community College uh, location is because it's central and it also allows students to then take advantage of all the other transfer classes and other opportunities that are just naturally part of a college campus. We also know from the research that when you're on a college campus, you become more comfortable with that environment and it becomes a, a more plausible option for students when it doesn't seem as big and, and hard to manage. Right. Now, for some of the high school students who might participate in this type of a program or an environment, Will high school students be able to start acquiring college credits through some of these things? Is that part of the discussion? Exactly. Exactly that. In fact, we're even looking at would it be possible for them to to meet some of their core classes as well? While here's they wouldn't have to shuttle back and forth depending. Right. Yeah. Mike talked about that having Mm -hmm. history and math teachers on site. Exactly. Yeah. So there would be lots of opportunities to engage in that. And then you're also with a cohort of students that are thinking about things in a similar way. So it Mm -hmm. just brings us also the opportunities to bring in speakers and symposiums. So for example, we are holding a symposium for cybersecurity September 5th here on campus. Those are the kinds of things that those students would then be able to take advantage of and really expand their thinking. Yeah. You know what I really like about this idea is, you know, you think about your own high school experience growing up, you were kind of in this pod, this insulated Mm -hmm. pod. You really didn't. Yeah. I mean, you had friends that might've gone to other high schools and occasionally you might be around those other kids, but this really gives an opportunity for uh, kids from different schools in the area to come together and to know each other and make those kinds of connections. Yeah, totally agree. I think the other, uh, beauty of this plan is we're, we also have students who are coming from some pretty rural areas. And we know from the research that you typically think of careers and opportunities and careers based on who you have interaction with on a daily basis. So, so if you're coming from a smaller community, that means a handful of career pathways. But if I were to come to a center such as this, and like you said, engage with other students from other communities that may have other options, or also just the wider array that we can provide, it really opens up the windows. And we know that that starts as early as preschool, where I first began to think what I can and can't engage in happens again in middle school. There's another window at high school. So that's our our hope is to be able to provide more expansive thinking. So there's not only awareness, but then interest and development of the skill set so that one could actually engage in that. So it's about about building possibilities and hope. Um, what else do folks need to know about the work you're doing to foster workforce development in particular? I think what I would also love to share with the community is, is that we are, if you ask, we will try and answer. So please reach out to us. We have a uh, business and industry advisory summit every April. So please feel free to come 
other times outside of that, but no, we are very interested in hearing and understanding what the needs are and how we can best position ourselves to to be the, the uh, a central organizing feature to meet the needs of the uh, the area and the community. I think the other thing I would say is Flathead Valley Community College has incredibly qualified, innovative, interesting instructors and faculty, and I I, I would love to make sure the community knows just what a resource they have here. It's Please come on campus, take in the Walkout Center, but also ask to come and see a tour of the, of the various trades buildings that we have. Don't hesitate. We've got lots of folks who are happy to take you through and let you meet our instructors and faculty and see what's going on. Very good. Now, changing gears as we shift towards the end here, they say that all work and no play is mm. never a good thing, right? So, Lisa, as we wrap up, what's your favorite thing to do in Kalispell in the Valley during a summer weekend? Mine would be get in the, get on the river get on the lake, either in my raft or my uh, kayak and, and spend some time on the water, be that wherever it is. So okay. it's one of the and when you get off the here. water, where are you going to lunch? Well, Drew, thanks for the question on lunch. Actually, I would probably go to breakfast first okay. and go to Big Fork at the Pocket Stone. Okay. Short stack or omelet or what? Oh, oh, eggs Benedict. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Well, that's all I got. So Lisa, I really appreciate you coming on and educating us on workforce development at Flathead Valley Community College. It's been a great conversation and you, you've you given us a lot of information to mull over as the workforce expands and grows here in the Valley. Thanks also to our listeners for listening to this episode of Venture Bowley, the podcast of the Discover Kalispell Chamber. We'd love to hear your thoughts about today's topic and about the podcast in general. You can listen at kalispellchamber.com forward slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can reach us via the contact page at kalispellchamber.com or via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at kalispellchamber. Hope you'll tune in next time on Venture Bowley. I'm your host, Drew Zagorski, and my guest today, Lisa Blank, asked me how to spell that. So here goes. It's a zag, not a zig, but a Z-A-G, an or, not an and, but an O-R, or, and a ski, not the sky, but an S-K-I. And that's how you spell Zagorski. That's me. I'm Drew Zagorski. She's Lisa Blank, Executive Director of Workforce Development at Flathead Valley Community College. Venture Bowley, friends. Appearance on the Venture Boldly Podcast does not constitute an endorsement of goods or services. The Venture Boldly Podcast is a production of the Discover Kalispell Chamber and is produced by the Chamber in partnership with Left Brain Right Brain Marketing. You can find the Discover Kalispell Chamber at kalispellchamber.com and Left Brain Right Brain Marketing at lbrbm.com.